This episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast is brought to you by Bluehost. Try the number one recommended web hosting provider. With plans starting at just $3.95 a month, you'll get a free domain, free site builder, easy one-click WordPress installs, and 24-7 support. But what's just as impressive as what you get is what you don't get, as there's no contracts, no hidden fees, and no gimmicks. Go check them out at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Bluehost. You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 144, entitled Gas versus Battery. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week and downloading those episodes, and as well, of course, for the questions, the comments, the feedback uh, that you guys have been sending in on a regular basis. I really do appreciate uh, that interaction that you guys uh, have been, uh, you know, doing and, uh, you know, those uh, comments and feedback, just letting me know uh, what you guys enjoy uh, and uh, what sort of topics uh, you may want to hear about in the future. Like I discussed in a past uh, episode, uh, you know, it can be uh, a bit difficult for me uh, as I'm going through these episodes and this being episode 100. 144 to remember uh, the topics that I've covered uh, because in my own mind I'm sort of you know, just discussing uh, everything uh, that I think is relevant. And there may be areas that I'm missing um, that you guys as, uh, you know, the listeners of the podcast, especially you guys just starting out uh, and building your business, um, there may be those areas that you clearly see uh, that I've missed uh, discussing. Uh, so, you know, I appreciate all those questions and comments uh, that come in. Uh, with suggestions for podcast episodes uh, and that sort of thing. So <clears throat> this week has been a pretty crazy week, uh, if I uh, you know have to say so. The week started off, uh, you know, with the mowing. Uh, I started doing my first mows of the season a couple weeks ago, but traditionally. Uh, like I think I mentioned last week, uh, you know, I'll do that first uh, set of mowings uh, and then I'll skip that first week uh, or that second week and then continue the mows uh, into the third week, which was this week. And I have to say that uh, Mother Nature uh, was not uh, being too friendly this week. Uh, I got um, literally uh, one day of uh, clear weather, of sunshine. Uh, and the rest of the week, it was just rain, rain, rain. I actually had to ditch uh, Monday and Tuesday this week. And as you guys know who listen to this podcast, I mow rain or shine all the time. Uh, and uh, But the rain in the winter months is so much heavier than the rest of the season. Um, and 
there's just this oversaturation in the soil of of water waiting to drain and because of the clay base here we have maybe um, a foot of soil and once you get past that uh, it's about it's clay for like uh, three, four feet at least uh, before you hit soil again. So the water, you know, it uh, uh, when it's raining heavy, it goes through that top layer of soil and then it hits the clay and it's got nowhere to go. It's like a big soup bowl, basically. And the lawns just get so uh, squishy and wet and nasty. Uh, so, uh, you know, throughout the season when it's raining and, you know, like I talk about going out in the rain and stuff, um, it's not as heavy the rain throughout the regular part of the year. Um, so it's not as bad. The water has enough time to drain. Um, but uh, like I said, throughout the winter, it's so heavy. You get pools of water and stuff. Uh, so like I said, I walked out there. Um, I actually loaded all of my equipment. And uh, my wife was home because it's spring break and uh, she went out for a walk to walk the dog and she phoned me uh, just as I was uh, finishing loading up and she said, uh, you know, and told me that my brother-in-law um, was heading back home, that she ran into him and she saw him and that he had went out and tried mowing and it was just so soggy, the lawns, that uh, he didn't want to risk uh, damaging the lawn. So, um, you know, I was like, oh, great, I just loaded up. So I uh, I quickly phoned him and got a, a report, you know, an in-the-field type report, and he confirmed that, yeah, it was way too soggy. Uh, so after uh, loading up the machines, I actually went and walked on to my lawn, uh, beside my truck and, uh, it was every footstep, there's water squishing up, uh, uh, you know, coming up from under my boots. And, uh, I actually have a, uh, you know, sprinkler cover in my lawn where like, uh, the sprinkler valves and that sort of stuff are, and uh, it was floating, so uh, on top uh, because it doesn't have a screw to tighten it down uh, so the lid sort of just sits there um, and then uh, when the rain is so heavy like I say the water's got nowhere to go so any sort of cavities or areas like that uh, it just fills in uh, so I actually did uh, a little video on my uh, Instagram showing that uh, walking on that day on that lawn uh, and, uh, you know, seeing the lifting up the sprinkler cover and you can see that it's completely uh, full of water there. Uh, so it's just been a bit of a miserable week. Um, it's almost like uh, Chinese water torture. Uh, it's been cold and wet. Uh, and the rain, you know, at times, uh, like today I was mowing uh, through the whole day and it wasn't pouring rain. It wasn't a downpour, um, you know. If I was a normal person, uh, maybe walking to a bus stop or something like that, they probably wouldn't even open an umbrella because it was just sort of a mist coming down. Um, but when you're out there all day long, um, you know, your clothes just get soaked throughout the day. You get those chills uh, in your body and uh, it's just uh, miserable. Uh, so <laughs> just an interesting uh, start to the season. Uh, like I say, you know, these are the times where I sort of shake my head and I'm like, 
you know, I don't know how much longer I can uh, take this, uh, you know, the whole lawn care thing uh, when the weather's like this, when the weather is sunny, there's nothing better than uh, going out every day and mowing lawns. Uh, but when you get that constant wet, cold weather day after day after day, it just, uh, you know, and it just wrecks the schedule and it wrecks, um, you know, all of the services that you're trying to do, like the moss controls or uh, power raking or things like that, it just messes the whole system up. Uh, just having that constant wet weather all the time and soggy lawns all the time, it can get quite frustrating. Uh, but, you know, after 12 years going into my 13th season here, I know that, you know, it's only these this first month, you know, going in through April, you just got a, a grit. You know, uh, grit your teeth and bear it, and uh, you know it will come to an end, and the the sun will eventually return and dry up everything, and then uh, the better weather will be more and more consistent. Uh, so, you know, if, uh, just, uh, wanted to share that because I was just like, uh, shaking my head today, uh, out there in the rain, I came home for lunch midday and actually changed my clothes because it was so uh, wet. And like I say, it was just a mist out there, just a drizzle, uh, coming down, no heavy raindrops or anything. Um, just a drizzle, but it would just, you know, soak into your clothes. Um, and, uh, you know, over time you just get all wet and cold. Uh, so uh, hopefully you guys are experiencing uh, some better weather to the start of your season here in 2018. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's uh, hopefully everybody is now into uh, the lawn cutting season. I think I may have heard a few of you guys still talking about snow on Instagram. Um, you know, hoping that's not the case for you guys and that, uh, the lawn cutting season, uh, is here. But I know some of you guys don't start uh, until the end of April. Uh, so I'm just going to play, uh, the podcast announcements and then we're going to get into this week's, uh, episode right after this. So stay tuned. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. And while you're there, why not join my mailing list and get access to a free PDF document of a landscape maintenance contract you can feel free to copy and use in your own business. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do. So I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and two free audiobooks of your choice. There's no long-term commitments and you can cancel any time. And get this. Even if you cancel during your free trial period, you still get to keep the two free audiobooks. It's a great way to try the service and to see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so this week's episode is all about gas versus battery power. Uh, so I very much believe that battery power is the way of the future. I think we're going to see it more and more. Um, there's already, uh, you know, some, uh, 
uh, you know, companies out there uh, providing a lot of battery powered options. Um, you know, a few years ago, um, you know, it was uh, a no non-starter. Uh, but, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, the rise of companies like Tesla uh, and seeing what they can do, um, you know, and more and more car companies putting out uh, all electric vehicles. The new Chevy Bolt is a pretty impressive uh, little subcomp pack that has an incredible range. Um, and this is, you know, this battery technology uh, from things um, like Tesla's, um, you know, uh, the Chevy Bolt, um, you know, your cell phones, all that sort of stuff is going to naturally translate into the equipment that we use uh, for grounds maintenance. Um, and I say bring it on. As long as the uh, battery power is equivalent um, to using gas, um, then uh, I think it's a fantastic idea. Uh, to go green. Uh, so I've had my first, uh, you know, introduction to battery powered uh, equipment this week, actually. Uh, so if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen uh, or on YouTube um, that I uh, got a, a brand new Milwaukee M18 fuel uh, trimmer uh, kit. Uh, and, um, you know, I got to... Uh, try that out for the very first time. Uh, so uh, I actually did a video on YouTube. If you haven't seen it already, you can head on over to my YouTube channel, uh, and see. And basically, uh, what I did with it was just, uh, a, a quick unboxing of the product to show you everything that comes in the box. If you were to purchase one yourself, uh, and then, um, it's a bit different because it comes sort of in a retail package, uh, that you have to assemble it. And it's just basically the, uh, uh, the trimmer guard, uh, and, uh, the handle that goes on it. Uh, so I show uh, how to assemble it. It also has a um, a selection of basically being able to trim either a 14-inch swath or a 16-inch uh, wide radius swath. Uh, and it comes from the factory set at the 14-inch swath. Uh, basically, the cutter uh, head there on the bottom of the guard is at the 14-inch position. So I show how to switch that to the 16-inch position. Um, and uh, to get that to the bigger size swath according to uh, the instruction manual. Uh, and then, uh, basically, uh, you know, sort of give my overall impressions, uh, of that particular, uh, Milwaukee tool. Uh, so I got to use, uh, the Milwaukee tool and I didn't show this in that video because it was just sort of that inboxing assembly and first impression of the tool. Um, my initial reaction of actually handling it for the first time. Uh, but the next day I did, uh, you know, get to use it. And, uh, I was quite impressed with the, uh, trimmer itself. I have to say, like, it's, uh, it has some weight to it and I wasn't expecting that. Uh, I was expecting it to be, you know, uh, pretty lightweight as compared to a gas trimmer. Uh, but the unit itself was pretty hefty. Uh, and with the battery pack on there, the nine amp hour, um, uh, battery that comes with it, high demand battery. Um, 
It weighs in at 12.9 pounds, I believe. Uh, so it's right around the exact same weight as my Echo SRM 2620, um, or the, uh, still cam 110, uh, that I use. And I was not expecting that. I thought it would be a lot, uh, lighter weight than that. Um, the balance on it is a bit different than your standard trimmer. Um, but, uh, you know, not too bad at all. Uh, but I have to say the torque and power of an electric motor, um, you know, cutting through the grass, uh, this machine is more than capable. I was, uh, highly impressed with it. And it's, it was actually a very weird sensation to be able to, um, you know, take the trimmer out of the trailer and not have any cords to start up, not have anything to pull, uh, not having to wait for an engine to warm up, uh, you know, first thing in the morning. Um, so it was very interesting in a, um, you know, efficiency standpoint. Now you guys know I'm always talking about every little thing to be more and more efficient, uh, with my time. So this was something that really impressed me with that was to be able to just pull out this electric trimmer, uh, cordless electric trimmer, you hit the trigger and away you go. Um, no, uh, waiting for warm up time, uh, or, uh, waiting for, uh, you know, the trimmer head to spool, uh, sort of, you know, get up to speed, um, as the engine warms up and builds power, it's instant. Um, you know, as soon as you hit that trigger, uh, you've got that full torque, uh, full RPM, uh, you know, in under a second. Uh, so, uh, it's quite, uh, an interesting, uh, sensation. And it's really neat when you, um, you're trimming a bit and then you let go of the trigger after, you know, and I, I know this isn't a huge leap for people who are, um, you know, used to using, say, a corded electric trimmer, um, it would be the exact same thing where, you know, the, you're trimming, you have the noise while you're trimming, you let go, it's silent. Um, obviously, whereas a gas trimmer, you know, you let go of the throttle, the engine's still, uh, running, um, you know, at a lower RPM, but there's still that noise of the engine running. Um, so this was, sort of an interesting sensation because it's been, you know, going on 13 years of using just gas equipment on my own lawn, on all the lawns that I do. And, uh, you know, it's not, um, uh, actually it's been over 13 years because even before I started, uh, doing lawn care as a business, I, uh, had a cheap sort of $99, uh, you know, gas, um, weed eater, uh, from my own, uh, house. So I think the last time I used a corded electric trimmer, um, was back, uh, you know, uh, before I got married, uh, living uh, with my parents and so my dad had one. Uh, so it's that sort of sensation. So it was sort of bringing me back to that where it was, you know, you're using this machine and right away the noise is nowhere near as loud as a gas trimmer. And then on top of that, you know, as soon as you let go of the trigger to move from one location to another or across the driveway or whatever, it's silent. Now, the funny thing is with this, just to sort of, um, you know, go along this noise theme, um, was I was actually filming some footage of myself using, um, the little action cam, the GoPro, uh, 
clone that I have. Uh, and I set it down and, you know, I just hit the record button and I started uh, filming myself. And it wasn't later till the evening that uh, when I started watching the footage back, uh, that I noticed something else with the noise and how quiet an electric trimmer actually is. Um, and that was while I was trimming, um, and I was, uh, you know, uh, I had the camera, um, on my trailer, uh, parked at the bottom of the driveway and I was trimming sort of at the top of the driveway. And even at that distance, um, you could hear birds singing during the video. Uh, so that was like, you know, it was very poignant to me right there. Um, whereas, you know, if I was using any gas, uh, trimmer uh at that time there's no way you would hear anything other than uh the distortion created in the microphone of that uh gas powered you know wine uh that sound that trimmer noise uh going through but it was so interesting to me that even while trimming you know the noise created by that milwaukee uh fuel string trimmer that you could still hear birds singing over that noise. Uh, and then at another angle, uh, where I was then trimming uh, in the backyard of this house uh, that I was doing, you can see uh, sort of the street uh, over the fence. Uh, and this is a corner lot, this house that I was doing. Uh, so it's quite a busy road. And again, even while trimming, not only could you see the traffic going by, but you could actually hear the traffic going by um, on camera, which again, I thought that's just so weird because I'm so used to, um, you know, even though uh, just starting to put out YouTube videos seriously this year, um, I filmed a ton of stuff last year. Uh, a lot of it, uh, you know, I haven't uh, used. I think I had... Uh, in excess of about 80 gigs of film footage um, of me. Just, I would always just set up the action camera and just, you know, film me mowing or filming trimming and stuff that I would use for sort of B-roll and some of those review videos I would do and stuff like that. Um, but uh, again, so I'm so used to watching that footage back and, you know, the soundtrack being nothing but the noise of, you know, those gas powered machines that it was so poignant again for to me, you know, to be right up beside the camera uh, doing some filming of using this electric string trimmer. And yet you can see the traffic, uh, you know, over my shoulder um going by and you can hear the cars just as loud as the trimmer that I'm using. Uh, so that was the biggest sort of, uh, you know, shock to me because it was like, that's a huge difference. Uh, the amount of noise, um, there. And I really, uh, do enjoy that, uh, you know, especially too, for, um, you know, just listening to your music or your podcast or whatever you are doing. It was just so much more enjoyable uh, to be able to listen to what you're listening to while you're working uh, with that reduced noise. Um, you know, it was still wasn't quite enough, like even with my um 
headphones and things on, um, you know, whether I'm using the isotunes or using the over the ear, um, ion tough sounds that I use at times, um, I can still hear the electric string trimmer. So it's not like it's completely silent, even with the, uh, hearing protection on, but it's so much quieter than, um, the gas. Uh, so that for me was, uh, just a huge, um, you know, bonus. Now, you know, using uh, the electric string trimmer, it's all going to come down to uh, battery power. I can see the, um, you know, like I said, the trimmer, the actual torque produced, the power produced by the electric motor. Now, Milwaukee uses a brushless uh, motor in their design, um, but the power produced is, like I said, more than sufficient. It has tons of torque. Um, and, uh, you know, I had no issues uh, cutting any sort of, uh, uh, you know, length of lawn with it. Um, I haven't had a chance to do, you know, super overgrown uh, lawns because I've only had uh, uh, the trimmer and only used it for a day or so. But uh, you can see uh, how uh, thoroughly impressed uh, I've been uh, just the first day using it. Now, of course, like I said, where it's all comes down to as far as a, uh, you know, a standpoint of using this tool, uh, you know, on a daily basis as your main tool, it's all going to come down to the batteries, and the amount of runtime that you can get from these batteries. So Milwaukee says that this, uh, fuel M18, uh, trimmer has a one hour runtime. Um, I'm not sure, you know, how to measure that. I don't have any lawns that are big enough to, uh, you know, have me start and go for an hour straight and see if that is, uh, legit or not. Um, you know, all of my lawns are very, uh, you know, modest sized, uh, your average, uh, city sort of lot. Um, I think, uh, they average about 8,000 square feet for the entire like lot, including the house, the driveways and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, you know, it's kind of difficult when you're starting to kind of look at the clock and then try to stop and then go to the next one and all that sort of stuff. So I didn't uh, actually go out and measure how much time, but in terms of the houses, I got about two and a half properties done on that one battery. Um, so, you know, that part of it is, you know, I wish I could have done more with it. Um, like I said, I was enjoying using the machine so much and it, it does include a rapid charger. So it doesn't take that long to recharge. Um, so that is, you know, po a possibility there. I know there was a guy, uh, last year that I saw that works, um, in and around the area that I live in. Uh, and, uh, he uses this tiny little smart car, one of those little smart cars, and he pulls a tiny little enclosed trailer. Uh, and, uh, I'm not going to mention the company name, but, it, you know, it's along the, the lines of being, you know, eco-friendly type lawn care. And he boasts using all electric cordless tools. That's all he uses for his uh, business. And he actually has what was neat about it was on top of his little tiny enclosed trailer, he had a solar panel on the roof and he actually had it charging batteries, um, you know, uh, in between jobs. So as he's working and stuff, uh, he's got other batteries that are charging. Now, I'm not sure 
how that works with all the rain and clouds and stuff we have here. Um, but, uh, you know, he's been around for a while now, so I'm sure something's working. Um, either that or he's got a ton of batteries. So, you know, if you can build up that resource of batteries and having enough of them and figuring out, like for me, um, you know, it's hard to say, like I said, I've only used it one day, um, essentially. And, uh, you know, I got two and a half houses done, uh, with the battery on, the, you know, those, the single battery that was included. Um, so, you know, you'd have to figure out on an average, you know, for me, I'm doing, you know, 10, 11 houses on average, I would say per day. Um, so, you know, you have to figure out how many batteries you would need uh, to make that work as a viable option and sort of you'd have to figure out the cost of the batteries versus, you know, the cost of fuel in a regular gas uh, trimmer. Um, but, you know, as far as the power and torque and stuff goes, uh, for this particular Milwaukee model, um, you know, I was like I said, very comparable to, uh, the power and torque of a standard gas motor. Now you could get gas trimmers, obviously in all different sizes and configurations. Um, you know, steel makes some pretty massive units. Um, and I'm sure they have, uh, way more torque and power, uh, than this particular trimmer. Uh, but, uh, this trimmer was completely doable. Now I started to think, you know, what would I do if I were to give up lawn care today? If I were to, uh, and it's a thought that crosses my mind and has crossed my mind in the, you know, past years is, you know, if I were to sell off my business and, you know, decided I wanted to do something different of the collection of tools that I have accumulated for myself, um, you know, in the lawn care business, what tools would I keep? Because obviously I wouldn't keep all of it. I wouldn't need all of it if I'm, you know, giving up, you know, lawn care, uh, you know, hypothetically and would only need, uh, the equipment or tools to maintain my own lawn. And I have to say that this, uh, after only a day of use, I think I would probably keep the Milwaukee trimmer as, you know, the trimmer I would use on my own property. It's just a no brainer. You know, even with one battery, it's more than enough. Uh, it would be more than enough to use on my own property. It has the torque, uh, equivalent of a gas trimmer. Um, it, uh, has no maintenance. There's nothing to deal with. No starting, no fuel, no spark plugs, no tune-ups, no valves to adjust. Uh, you know, nothing like that. Just simple, quiet, and gets the job done. So, you know, I would definitely, you know, in these early stages, recommend it, uh, to, you know, especially for a homeowner. I think it's a fantastic, uh, tool. Like I say, of all, uh, the tools that I use and the trimmers that I've had access to, uh, over the years, um, I've used the Honda trimmers. I've used steel trimmers. Uh, I've used the echo trimmers. Um, and I have to say that the convenience of an electric trimmer, um, if all I had to deal with on my, you know, is my own property, it would be a no brainer. I would not even bother, um, 
buying a you know a gas trimmer if i was only taking care of one property maybe even two properties like i said for me i was getting about two and a half properties on that one battery now i still think it's could be possibly feasible uh depending on the cost of the batteries and the system and this is going to vary uh depending on the you know, electric trimmer, uh, that you, uh, you know, if you want to get into it, uh, what you want to try and use. Now, I know that Echo has a line of, uh, electric uh, equipment, um, that they have, uh, steel or still, uh, has uh, a line. They actually have three lines of, uh, electric equipment, uh, or cordless, uh, you know, battery powered equipment. Uh, they have three different grades basically, or three different levels. They have sort of the entry level homeowner. They have sort of a, a middle of the road, uh, you know, a bit better spec'd, um, you know, equipment. And then they have a professional only tier uh, of their equipment. And uh, if you've seen my Instagram account, again, I had some pictures of this stuff that I saw at uh, my dealer's uh, equipment demo day. uh, And one of them notably was uh, the large battery that you actually wear on your back. Uh, it, It had a it had it in a weather sealed sort of uh, backpack case that you put on and uh, it was paired up with a, a handheld blower. Um, but uh, it was basically, uh, you know, I would assume like an all day battery because it was uh, just massive that uh, you would uh, wear on your back. Uh, so there's companies out there coming, you know, out with these uh, solutions. Now, the Milwaukee the DeWalt solutions. I know DeWalt has a couple of different trimmers. You know, there's so many different trimmer technologies. Some are the brushless motors, which are better. Some are uh, brushed motors. Uh, there's different voltages. The Milwaukee uses a 18 volt, um, high demand, uh, nine amp hour battery. Um, I know, uh, I think DeWalt has like a 20 volt and a 60 volt series of trimmers. Uh, so they have two tiers as well uh i believe um the echo stuff i believe is 56 volt is what they decided to go with uh so you have to sort of do your research and your due diligence if you're wanting to invest into this um you know sort of thing uh the notable thing i would say um or where the sort of uh i think the you know with the companies like the um the Echo, um, Husk, Huskavarna has some, uh, battery powered stuff, which, you know, I've seen, uh, get some really good reviews. Um, you know, with those sort of, uh, already, you know, leading brands as far as the, uh, green industry goes, you're going to get all the years of experience of them building those types of tools. Um, but you're going to have to buy into their battery system. Um, now with Milwaukee, uh, and DeWalt, um, you know, they're new to this game. They're new to the, um, green industry, uh, so to speak. Um, you know, they're more popular for their drills, their saws and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, Milwaukee is uh, legendary, uh, with their uh, cordless and corded power tools. Uh, but, uh, they're new to the, uh, green industry. 
but the nice thing that uh, you get with these guys is uh, that their battery system is not dedicated just to uh, these uh, you know, trimmers and blowers and hedge trimmers, uh, that you can then swap out those batteries and use them in, you know, a whole range. You know, with the Milwaukee, uh, that 18 volt battery system, um, is compatible with a hundred different tools. So, you know, you can use it in the trimmer. You can use it on a hedge trimmer. You can use it in the blower. But then, uh, you know, you can pop it into a grease gun or an impact wrench. Uh, and it's just a lot more versatile. So I think you get, you know, a wider range of, uh, you know, options and versatility uh, with the Milwaukee or DeWalt uh, type options versus the dedicated, um, you know, uh, Echo or Husqvarna or those sorts of things. So just things you have to weigh depending on how seriously uh, you want to get into and you have to um, most importantly uh, weigh into the consideration is the cost of batteries um, and uh, you know figure out how many batteries you would need to get through a full day if you wanted to go all electric. Um, like I say, I'm super impressed um, with it thus far. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get uh, some more, um, you know, the uh, some more of the electric equipment. I think, you know, today, if you didn't want to invest a ton into batteries, um then maybe the string trimmer isn't the way to go because like I said, for me, I, I got about two and a half ounces out of it, uh, out of the power. But, um, you know, discussing battery power with some others uh, in the industry um, and doing a bunch of research and stuff, I found that uh, hedge trimmers um, don't use nearly as much power as a string trimmer does in terms of uh, electric battery powered tools uh and that um you know a hedge trimmer is actually one of the most ideal um case uh scenarios for using battery power because like i said it doesn't use as much power so you get a lot longer runtime out of using a battery powered hedge trimmer um so and i think that that's ideal because if you guys have listened to uh my podcast uh, i've talked about uh you know some of the times having issues or if you've seen my instagram where i'll show pictures of my still um uh, hedge trimmer that I have. Uh, I believe it's the HS 45. I don't know if I'm butchering that. Uh, uh, yeah, I believe it's HS 45. I may be butchering that model number, but it's their basic gas hedge trimmer. Uh, and the one, you know, it's a great machine. I've had it for, uh, a, you know, a couple of years now. And, uh, the one thing, um, that I don't like about it though, is that the exhaust ports out the bottom. Um, and if you're doing a flat hedge or hedge trimming, that exhaust is directly, uh, you know, shooting into, uh, that hedge. Now, some hedges, that's not an issue. Um, like evergreens, I haven't had issues with, but other uh, types of hedging plants, uh, like boxwoods with smaller leaves, that hot exhaust will turn those leaves orange and brown. It basically burns them. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, it can leave the plant, uh, looking terrible, uh, the next day and, uh, for a few weeks after, uh, because of the heat damage of that exhaust being so close. Uh, and it's one of the reasons why, uh, I really like the Echo, uh, hedge trimmers, uh, because they have the exhaust facing forward on top of the blade. So, uh, not directly at, uh, the, um, you know, the actual plant. But the one thing about hedge trimming that always gets me is that, uh, my clothes gets completely, you know, covered in exhaust. Like I absolutely reek at the end of the day with that smell of that exhaust, uh, in my clothes. And, you know, when I think that, okay, well that's in my upper body area and all that exhaust is just, uh, I'm basically breathing all those fumes in, uh, and stuff all day when I'm doing a hedge. That's where I think that battery power, uh, as of today, if you wanted to, uh, you know, utilize battery power, um, you know, that's probably one of the best case scenarios is to use a cordless battery powered hedge trimmer because you're not going to have any exhaust issues as far as burning plants. Uh, and you don't have to, uh, working in such close proximity with the machine towards your, uh, face and breathing in, you know, those exhaust fumes and all that sort of stuff. So that's one of the things I'm going to, uh, really, uh, try to get my hands on this year is uh, battery powered hedge trimmers as well. Like I said, I've really been enjoying using the uh, string trimmer. I'm going to see if I can uh, uh, try some uh, battery-powered head trimmers. I've heard some fantastic uh, reviews with the Husqvarna uh, line of battery-powered head trimmers uh, and uh, hope to uh, try out uh, more and more battery-powered equipment because, like I said, I do truly believe that uh, it's the way of the future. Um, so, like I said, if you guys haven't watched that video, go and check it out on my YouTube channel, The Unboxing and Assembly and First Impressions of the Milwaukee m18 fuel uh, string trimmer uh, i will uh keep updating you guys uh, as i go along and i'll do a f you know a full uh long-term sort of use review of the string trimmer um you know as we go along if i get some more batteries and stuff which i'll uh, also work on uh trying to get some more batteries for it to sort of uh, see about using it to sort of longer term um and what sort of use case scenarios a string trimmer like this uh would be good for you know right off the bat that noise reduction is a huge plus because of you know maybe being able to start the day earlier uh and do trimming and stuff like that um and having that reduced noise uh where you're not uh you know bothering people or that or even working later into the evening uh and being able to do things like hedge trimming and stuff like that a lot quieter into the dinner hour without disturbing people um because the machine is not nearly as noisy um so you know there's some uh, even if it's not your main tool you may think about adding pieces of battery powered equipment uh to some Supplement your gas powered equipment for those specific use case scenarios. Um, you know, I talked about how uh, I have a customer that I do and uh, their neighbor two doors down always comes to me because they have their windows open all the time. Uh, and, uh, 
he's always coming to me and telling me you should you know be using battery stuff uh you uh stink up my whole house every time you're here um with the um and he's not being um you know mean about it uh he's just uh, uh a friendly old guy and he's just saying uh, you know you should uh, be embracing battery power and stuff you know there's so much pollution it's not good for you you're breathing that in my whole house you know if i can smell it all the way over there coming in through my window then you know um you know you know what are you doing to your lungs and stuff <laughs> so he's always just uh, uh bugging me on uh, using the battery power stuff so um he's one of the ones where uh, uh, I'm going to see what he says uh, when I show up with the Milwaukee trimmer and uh, I'll at least do the trimming of that house with uh, that string trimmer uh, so that I'm not adding that two cycle uh, exhaust uh, in the air. Um, not much I can do about the uh, uh, mowing and uh, blowing part of the job though at this point in time. Um, but uh, you know, um, in time maybe things will uh, uh, I'll add more and more uh, battery powered stuff to, to my arsenal that I can use for that. But, uh, like I said, um, just an interesting, uh, time in our, um, you know, uh, work, uh, lives here with, uh, technology, uh, and the advancement of these, uh, lithium batteries and, uh, just how long, um, you know, of a charge that they can pack into, uh, these tiny little things, um, you know, and like I said, with electric cars and stuff, the range that these things are getting are uh, unbelievable, uh, these days. Now, uh, some of you guys may be, um, you know, not too much into the battery powered stuff. I don't know if it's a West coast thing. Um, you know, being on the West coast, um, pretty much all the way up and down from Canada, all the way, um, you know, right down, uh, through, uh, to California. It seems like the West coast is, um, you know, all into the battery powered, uh, stuff. And, uh, you know, I at least see, um, you know, two, three, sometimes, uh, four Teslas a day, um, just in my little area. Um, and, uh, you know, that's not to mention all of the elect other electric cars, uh, that are popping up, uh, everywhere. So, uh, you know, we seem to be, um, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid, uh, a bit quicker than everybody else, uh, in other, the other parts of, uh, uh, North America there. Um, but, uh, Hey, it's, uh, like I said, I, I really do enjoy, like, honestly have been really enjoying, uh, just that one day using it initially and just seeing those benefits. And, uh, uh, you know, I only wish I had more batteries, uh, to keep using it throughout the day. I think it would be, uh, a fantastic, uh, you know, if I did have a battery, uh, a bank of batteries that I could use and then just charge them in the evenings. Um, it would be, I think a pleasure, uh, uh, to use them that way. So, uh, that's it for this week, uh, guys, I'll leave a link, uh, in the podcast, uh, show notes to that video. If you want to check out the unboxing of that Milwaukee M18 fuel string trimmer kit, um, and, uh, let me know as well, uh, you know, either by email or comment uh, on one of my Instagram posts on the Milwaukee trimmer whether you've been thinking about adding uh, some battery-powered equipment or if you do already use battery-powered equipment in your business and uh, what... Um 
you know, what you use, uh, what you've found with them, uh, what your experience have been. I'm really, really interested in uh, the whole battery uh, powered uh, type of equipment. Uh, I think I saw last year, um, it may have been from uh, somebody posting about G- the GIE and stuff, uh, but that there was a company out there that was making um, battery-powered walk-behind mowers, like 36-inch walk-behind mowers uh, in a battery-powered uh, unit. So, you know, on top, I've seen, obviously, the 21-inch mowers uh, as uh, battery power, but, uh, you know, to have a commercial-grade 36-inch walk-behind uh, machine, uh, battery cordless battery-powered, um, that's just insane. Uh, the noise would be, uh, levels would be so crazily uh, low uh, versus, uh, you know, something running a, a Kohler or Kawasaki 15-horsepower engine or something like that. That, uh, I can't even imagine. So uh, that's it for this week, guys. Here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now.